It's Friday, February 7, 2020. Location is Princess Park Carlton in Melbourne, Australia. The occasion's the launch match of the fourth AFL women's season. And finally, it's Richmond Footy Club's AFLW debut. Let's get some perspective from the CEO of the AFL, Gillan McLaughlin, who was at the Tigers pre-match function. Uh, a big step in completing the story. They're a big club, 100,000 members, um, such tradition. And so to have uh, them join the league gives the league just that much more substance. And I know that it makes you know, Richmond itself feel like a whole, you know, feel whole is the, the description I've heard. I asked him about the Tigers' impatience to join AFLW and their distinct disgruntlement when the club's first bid for a licence was rejected. Light-hearted approach from the AFL boss. Yeah, Brendan got pretty grumpy with me for when, they, when they missed out from going, when we went from eight to ten, so I probably didn't need to deal with any more of that. So there is a level of relief. Yeah, I, Peggy's always a, a woman of, of, of incredible style, but Brendan got a bit grumpy. He doesn't get grumpy often, so I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad he's... Uh, I'm thrilled for them and I'm pleased I don't have to deal with Brennan. In line with tradition for home games in the men's competition, Richmond hosted a president's function for its first AFLW match. Peggy O'Neill acknowledged major sponsors, special guests, board members and the invited attendees were fed and well watered. Peggy O'Neill. We were capped at 150 so we couldn't get any more than that in the room and it was just about 150 in there, <laughs> um, and um, so, and, and and so what we really wanted to do was to celebrate the women who were playing tonight, to uh, express appreciation for their fa friends and family in the room, and um, and also to just have something to commemorate what's a very historic night for us. Among the guests was the governor of Victoria, the Honourable Linda Desso. As well as being a Supreme Court judge, she was also the second woman to join the AFL Commission, which is the highest table of power in the competition. I love the AFLW competition. And you know what I love most? I love the little girls running around in footy jumpers who are looking at their idols playing footy. And they're looking at healthy, athletic, competitive women. And that's how they want to be when they grow up. To see a club that's such a strong club, such a well-run club, a club that has the most fantastic female president, it's just right that they're here. And that said, as an Essendon supporter, my heart's broken that we're not yet in it, but it's such a fabulous competition, I'm prepared to live with that. AFL executive Tanya Hosh was also among the pre-match function guests. The league's head of inclusion and social policy since 2016 the year before AFLW's launch season. I realised on the way here just how excited I was um, to see football back and I'm just as happy coming to see the women as I would be the men and it feels like the first game of the season and it is. So um, yeah, very excited and the buzz in AFL house today was exactly like that. You know, I remember when there would be nervous conversations about how much talent we had um, and where we were going to draw it all from, but now I just see excitement and positivity about where this code is heading in terms of, you know, women's football. And I, I don't feel like it feels remarkable anymore, which I think is a very good sign. 
Outside on the George Harris Terrace was a well-known face, voice and authority on Aussie rules. A man with a red wine in his hand and a heartfelt connection to the unfolding events. I'm a nervous father. I don't have a player, but I have the, the woman that put the team together, uh, Kate Sheehan. I, I sent her a message today saying, good luck, you've done a great job. The result's not particularly relevant tonight, so you've got the team on the field and you'll get better from here. Did she write that? No. <laughs> Moment now for pause and hydration, which led to a chance meeting at the bar. Me getting water, I squarely on this podcast, of course. The person to my right was Jess Kennedy. When Richmond was forming a team from nothing to join the VFL Women's League in 2018, she was the Tigers' first captain. She's also the first woman to win a Richmond footy club best and fairest. Jess might not have made Richmond's AFLW list, but her AFLW connection is rich. The launch of the competition in 2017 was heralded with a match between Carlton and Collingwood that drew so many people that the gates of Princess Park had to be shut. Jess Kennedy was also there on that night, playing for Carlton. Probably the noise is the thing that I can still hear. Um, you know, I felt like I was floating that entire game. Uh, you know, when I listen to people who have been involved in women's footy for an extremely long period of time talk about it with such emotion, I'm just grateful that I got to be a part of it. Three years later, here she was, watching her old AFLW club and former VFLW home, meeting auspiciously in the same location. I know what some of these girls have gone through to get to this point, and it genuinely fills my heart. From the very first moment I walked into that club, I felt welcome, and um, yeah, I'm genuinely quite emotional. With the George Harris Terrace holding many of the function guests, it was to the boundary line and a standing room vantage point to take in a little less conversation and a lot more footy watching action. That lasted about 29 seconds. G'day, Sam. <laughs> Kevin Bartlett? KB explained the background to his attendants. I was fortunate enough to be down the rooms before the game and been part of a bit of a jumper presentation to Katie Brennan along with uh, Jack Revolt and to welcome the girls to the Richmond Football Club. We're splicing here with some ball-by-ball -ball commentary. Well, a bit of pushing and shoving in the goal square, but uh, maybe we've got to push this through for a behind Ooh. here. And a quick snap, but uh, through for a behind. And some match analysis. Good pressure by the defensive. In fact, the defence has done very well for the Tigers because they've uh, only kicked the one goal, Carlton, and they've kicked one goal, six. So there's been a lot of pressure. It is great. I've got uh, you know two granddaughters who are playing football at the moment in uh, Lucinda and Madeline and uh, they love the game of football and it just seems natural now doesn't it that you know girls can grow up as Taylor Harris is taking a mark now she's an outstanding player she's a great kick mm. got a great uh, leap and we know that she's a, a boxer as well so I mean there's there's people being attracted to the game from all other different codes because we think Australian rules football is the greatest game on earth an indication of times changing was marked on the front of an envelope containing his tickets that Kevin collected pre-match. Neil Baum gave me an envelope to come and, uh, to the game and uh, in the envelope was uh, a car park ticket, uh, which I didn't park in the car park because it was too hard to get in the car park, uh, a couple of wristbands uh, to get into the, the function room and, uh, and also on the front of the envelope it had attention KB in brackets male. 
So I've been replaced. I've been replaced by Katie Brennan, bigger, faster, stronger and more explosive. <laughs> He'd been part of something really special in the rooms beforehand. It was just great to see the camaraderie and the spirit that was down there and the excitement that they were creating history and playing tonight. But I think uh, most people were really excited about uh, watching them. Mm. Oh, I was even talking to Neil Barmy. He was a little bit nervous before the game, Barmy. I've never seen him toey before. He got a little bit hot. You know, he was getting very excited about it. Just earmark this observation about Neil Barm, please. It's a developing story. You'll see. For now, though, back to KB. That's KB male. It's a bit of an unknown because the first time the girls have played at this level, against a very good side together, so you know you don't know how they're going to go. But so far, I mean, at the moment Colton's one goal, seven, 13, and the Tigers are one behind. Um, they've held up pretty well. Enjoy the footy. Good on you. Thanks, Sam. Into the grandstands. And incidentally, the official attendance figure for the night was 15,337. At this stage, Carlton's controlling the game. Richmond's goalless. Richmond's! <laughs> Any particular player? What? Do you love a certain player? Uh, I think they're all equal. How long have you supported Richmond for? Forever. I've been a member, I think, about for 14 years. So tell me about tonight, in your words. Just to be here. It's just, it's just complete history making. It's, um, we don't want to be anywhere else. What's your name? Isabella. Caitlin. Hi. Are you guys like crazy wild tigers? Yeah. Yeah. And. Tell me about tonight. Oh, it's really fun to come and like watch them and like support them. Well, it's a great experience to come see the women come play footy. What does it mean to you? Do you guys play footy? No, we don't, but we love to follow it and watch the games. Would you like to play footy? Yeah. Yeah, like it, like it inspires me to like, yeah. Do you go to the men's games? Yeah. Yeah. What's different about this game? The men's is more rough. More rough. Do yeah. you like this environment? Yeah. Yeah? How yeah. would you describe it? Well, it's really fun and I like love coming to see the footy and stuff. Yeah. Great. Thank you so much. Go, Go Tigers! Still no first goal for the Tigers. It's three-quarter time. Peggy O'Neill is sitting in the gardener stand. Beat It is blasting through the stadium sound system. And Richmond's president's explaining that beating AFLW opponents isn't entirely the point. Not for now, at least. Well, we're about to start the final quarter of our first game, and uh, we, haven't, we haven't been very strong on the field. We've had moments of really good play, but we haven't been able to string it together, I think. And, um, and Carlton's experience over just having a few more games and, and um, shows. And also, Carlton was in a grand final last year, so I think we take from it, we learn from it. That's all you can do when, uh, unless we have an extraordinary last quarter, we'll, we'll lose this game. But, uh, but, we're, but we're playing, so we gotta be happy with that. Did you feel nervous today or last no, night? No, not really. It still felt a bit unreal. I was yeah. quite excited about it. And I wasn't nervous because I just wanted it to start. In the very pointy countdown, she touched base with a much-loved mainstay of Punt Road. I walked over with Neil Baum and he said he had never been as nervous as he was today. <laughs> and I said, all you've been through, he said, uh, and I think it just shows how invested he is in this team and how much work he's put in putting it together. And um, so he said, I, I really 
am, am very, very nervous. And I couldn't believe it, but he, he was. And I talked to another couple of people here and they said, have you seen Neil? How nervous is he? And he just wants success for the people that he's become very close to. And he's helping with this team quite a bit. He's going to all the games away this year. He's there's a sounding board and what a great sounding board to have. Just keep track of this unfolding Neil Baum story, please. Meanwhile, Richmond's still waiting for that first goal. Will the Tigers have to wait until round two? Cue magic moment. Oh my gosh, come on. Come on, Sabrina. See if she gets a chance. Sabrina made history, our first goal. Sitting right in front of Peggy is Evelyn Danos, Richmond's number one ticket holder and the AFLW sponsor of Guess Who. We're just talking about her and look what happens. Back to the game and Carlton reply quickly to the moment, but it feels like the blink of an eye before there's another one for this Tiger tribe to behold. This time, Tiger's CEO, Brendan Gale, calls it. Yes! <laughs> Is that Courtney? That was great. I mean, how could you not admire a story? It's yeah. an incredible story. And, uh, you know, she had a deep love for the game and that was probably extinguished at an early age because she couldn't play anymore. And, and I think it was the first season AFLW1 that reignited that passion. She, she went to the... She was up on the farm in Golgol Station an hour north of Mildura. She found her old boots and uh, put them back on and started running around and here she is later. The Carlton are a very good team, they're grand finalists for last year, they're well organised. There's some parts of our game where I think we've struggled tonight, but, but when they've played adventurously and moved the ball quickly, they look, they look okay. And, and you know, they're starting to capitalise on some of that. They're getting some reward for effort, it's great for the fans too. So, touched on the line. Um, I've got to be careful I say this, because it's... Um, it's uh, not giving us an excuse, but I, I felt like you had, we had a free swing today. It's like we, we win regardless. You know, uh, we win um, by running out in the ground. Were you nervous? I was a little anxious. Um, when I jumped in the car, I sort of just felt those pre-game, you know, the pre-game anxiety, which, which normally comes when I'm about to walk over to the MCG pre-game, but it did because at the end of the day, we... We're competitors and there's a competitive industry and when there's a game up for grabs, and particularly when you're playing Carlton, you want to win. Mm. Look, I, I heard that uh, KB, Kevin Bartlett, gave a great speech pre-game and presented a, a jumper to, to Katie Brennan and they said it was an incredible speech. Um, and someone mentioned Barmy might have ever had a tear in his eye, which doesn't surprise me because he's a big softy, Barmy. Don't be fooled by all those you know, film clips from the 70s. I would have liked to have been there. Siren sounds and the first match is over. Carlton 6-12-48, defeat Richmond 2-2-14. It's a 34-point margin and the Blues have looked red hot. Closing remark, Peggy. We'll be back next week. Oh, I think Carlton are a good team. We roll on. And so now, down to the field. Sabrina Frederick isn't exactly doing cartwheels as she walks to the rooms. But she's not downcast either. Well done, Sab. Well done. To see how, how many fans turned out tonight, it's, it's awesome. Obviously, we didn't get the win, but to come back like that, not many teams can do what we did in that last quarter, and that shows a lot of promise, and that's something I'll hold my hat on. People forget Carlton played the grand final last year. They came out and they played well. 
They've been together for three years. You know, we have, a lot of our team debuted for the first time on AFLW soil. Don't forget that, and I'm just proud of the way we finished. And on kicking that milestone first major score for her new team. That's crazy. Do you know what? Like, I actually, when I kicked it, I wasn't even thinking that was the first one. I was just thinking, this is something I need to kick. I didn't even register until afterwards, so I'm just pretty happy that we managed to get that one and, and the momentum started to change. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot for coming, guys. Appreciate it. Oh, hello. Oh, good, how are you? Oh, thanks for coming. In the rooms now, the scene is team, coaches, family, friends, support staff, and salads. Sweet potato, something with edamame, eskies of water, and heaps of sports drinks. The players are soon sitting on the floor in the middle of the room and senior coach Tom Hunter is standing in front of a whiteboard. Some things are bigger than footy. I reckon tonight is one of those things, he says. The team's footy operations boss Kate Sheehan is watching on and admits the competitor in her can't help but be disappointed. She's always going to want to win. Her most vivid memory in the immediate aftermath? Oh, probably the bus ride in and the girls seeing the, the crowds. Um, I think it got, I was sitting next to KB, we're at the front, and I got that butterfly, that sick sensation that comes over you when you're really excited. And I looked at her and she was thinking, oh, my God, and I just grabbed her leg and said, this is it. So that, that was a really cool moment. Um, and then just watching the girls compete, geez, they tried their hearts out, hearts out and... I was so proud of them. It was a big moment. I think it you know, got the better on of some of them, but far out they gave it a crack. Kevin Bartlett and current day Tiger champion Jack Rewalt presented jumpers to the players in the rooms pre-match. Kate also presented a couple. I actually was choking up because all of a sudden the empty room is now filled with people with purpose and the empty whiteboard was there once upon a time and now it's no longer empty. Now if Kate thought she was choking up, it was no competition to the response of Neil Baum, a man who played 159 senior games for Richmond, including two premierships, and coached Melbourne in 98. As a footy operations chief, he's also been behind grand final and flag winning campaigns with men's sides at Geelong, Collingwood and Richmond. Now Barmy, as everyone in footy calls him, is big and he used to play very tough. But inside that big body is a soft spirit and heart. Yeah, well, I saw Steve Hocking on the boundary line and he said, oh, my God, I've just seen Barmy and I'm not sure if he's having a stroke or he's emotional. And I, and I started to wonder if he was having a stroke. Um, he got really emotional tonight. He, Barmy, that is, watching Kevin talk about the jumper and the football club and, and the history and, and for Barmy to be able to see the next chapter of this amazing, historic, strong football club leap into the future is pretty overwhelming and emotional for everyone involved. The girls love him. We, we, we lean on him for support and guidance. Sometimes he loses his cool, but we know it's from a good place and it's a place of care and passion. And I wouldn't want to be on this journey with anyone else. He's been a terrific mentor to me and to everyone in this room. The man in question, Neil Baum, doesn't dial down the emotions he remembers feeling. I've heard so many things about you tonight. Talk me through it, Neil. Oh, well, I was very, very nervous, actually, ridiculously. 
I've been to a million games of footy and I'm still nervous. But but it is. I think um, you know we're just in the after game here and just heard Tommy speaking and it's a historic moment. It's a really significant thing for the Richmond Footy Club to have an AFLW team. So I mean, if you had told me that ten years ago, no, nah, well, it's never going to happen. But it's happened and, and we love it. And it's a wonderful part of what we do. And so when I was at, at Collingwood when they first brought in the AFL, and they sort of did it almost too quickly, and we were all saying, well, what the hell happened there? Um, so I wasn't quite sure where it fit, and I wasn't really as engaged with it then anywhere near as I am now. Um, so it did take a little while, because I'm a probably old-fashioned thinker. I've been involved in men's footy forever. Um, and then we start, when I came over to Richmond and then we started with our VFLW team and I started to think, oh, it's still, you know, not quite sure about this. Enjoyed it, but where's it going? How are we going to fit it all in? And it probably it was only once we started really recruiting our AFLW team and putting it together and the seriousness with which we had to take that and talking to players like Sabrina and Katie and Mon, etc., 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 and even the younger kids as well, you know, this is... It's, it's serious. I started to think, well, this is, this is actually quite meaningful. This is going to go somewhere. So tonight, the word sort of spread around that, like, someone was worried at some point that you had totally lost it. Like, oh, I've never, ever lost it. Kevin Bartlett made a speech in the, in the rooms here. Just talk me through your memory of what he said. Oh, it was, it was terrific. We, um, we had Kevin and Jack Rewald give the jumper to Katie Brennan. Um, like just a handover to say now the women you're representing the Richmond Footy Club and Kevin was was quite outstanding. So, but he was he was very uh, very um, wholehearted in saying that he, as the game record holder from way back, supports this idea and hopes the girls do well. It was, it was very good. Oh, I didn't quite shed a tear, but it was a little bit emotional though. I don't own up to that. I have someone recorded saying we were worried Barmy had had a stroke. Oh. Totally calm and under control, you know that. The reaction of Katie Brennan, the club's first AFLW captain. We're incredibly proud of the group. It's, it was a hard-fought game and they're a really quality outfit. Um, and we really celebrated the moment. But naturally, you're disappointed. Like, you know, you want to come in here and we want to be competitive and... Um, we backed ourselves into the game, so um, I know for me, I'm a pretty competitive person, and, and you want to win games of footy. But this moment is bigger than footy, and um, we talked about that. We just had a players meeting. We talked about that, um, but the fact that yeah, this this moment is really special for us as a club and as a group, and um, we'll keep building off of the little moments that we saw out there. We're really promising, and we'll keep building off them. On field, there was a moment that stood out, hands down. The first goal just sticks in my mind um, and we look laterally, we move the footy through the corridor and we ended up with a, a kick sort of inside 30 and Sabs kicked the first goal which is history for, for the Tigers and you know, everyone rushed down and, and everyone got around her and we celebrated and we, we kicked a, a goal after that and there was a real celebration again. So we saw really amazing glimpses of um, you know what Tigers footy is about and, and what we'll be putting on the park in, in future weeks to come. And remembering being presented with a match day jumper by Kevin Bartlett, the other KB said... It was a really special moment. So he was here, Jack Rewalt was here, um, and it was just a, a really special presentation of, I guess, the past history of Richmond, um, the present history of, of Richmond with the boys and, and now um, the future of, of Richmond. Head coach Tom Hunter has addressed the team 
and is now picking the most memorable personal moment of the night. Probably a, a personal one off the field was um, my, my partner came in the room and my mum. Um, and I think mum was a bit emotional after the game with her family uh, and with Danielle. So um, that means a lot because, as I spoke about, my, my footy journey ended as a player. And I think they have great pride in what I'm doing in football as a coach. The game aspect was when I think Sabs well, kicked the goal. And every single girl got to her. Even the girls coming off the bench got to her. The girls that were going on the bench got to her. So I think there was about, ended up being 20 girls that celebrated the goal on the ground. Um, but then looking back and then seeing our defenders run all the way and have to run back. And we said in the coaches' box that if they get it um, and they get it forward, well, our defenders are going to be in a bit of trouble. And that's what happened. So we had a good laugh in the box. Like Everyone kept telling me that I had to enjoy it and um, soak it all in and don't get too nervous. But I didn't find myself nervous at all. You never sort of see yourself in this position where you, you lose a game. Um, but for us, and we spoke about it, it's one of those ones that's just so much bigger than footy. On Richmond's AFLW opening night, the curtain's drawn. The debut's not won, but it's done. I'm Sam Lane, and this is The Originals. If you like what you hear, share it with your friends, family, footy fans, even someone who thinks they don't like footy. And final word? Well, maybe two. Peggy O'Neill. Go Tigers.